0: Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snaps. You have made it, everyone. You have made it to episode ninety-four. We have made it to episode ninety-four. All of us together in the boat, right? I don't. I, I can't. I just still. <laughs> That's almost two years, man. We're coming up on two years. What do you want to do for our two-year anniversary, baby? Where do you want to go for dinner on our two-year anniversary? <laughs> anywhere, anywhere you want it would to go. Be,
1: you know what? It'd be nice to have just have dinner. <laughs> And not do anything else.
0: <laughs> that's not that's not what the people want. We could live stream us just having a very nice dinner, but not even like interacting with the camera. You know what I mean?
1: That that'd be a great idea.
0: Actually, does sound very nice. But I want sounds... a
1: multi cam setup, like uh, just a camera pointed at the plate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want a I, I want a real world style. Do you remember Do you remember real real world where all the rooms had like cameras in them?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: dude. I'm going to do that. That's yeah,
1: super creepy. I feel like if somebody had a show like that today on Netflix or something it would be I don't know, Black Mirror basically.
0: I've never seen that show. Is it good?
1: It's a great show. Really? It's a great show if you want to feel terrible about technology and and what we use every single day. Well, the
0: thing is I'm am a huge fan of the of the, the Twilight Zone. Like I love I think I I I think people are kind of weird about that show just because the mm-hmm. some of the production is very dated, but the narrative aspects yeah. of the show are absolutely on point. Someone told me if I like Twilight Zone, I would also like Black Mirror. Do you think that's like a fair? I've never, I've no idea if you've ever, if you've ever watched Twilight Zone. But I
1: have. Uh, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but it's yeah, okay. I, I I do think somebody that enjoys Twilight Zone will also enjoy Black Mirror.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Welcome everyone. You have made it to Two Broke Netflix Snobs, the show where we talk inexplicably for just about an hour and a half about Netflix shows. Michael, what Netflix shows are you watching and, right
1: now? And their terrible search function. <laughs>
0: Oh, don't don't use don't use the search function on Netflix. What are you doing, man?
1: Uh, if, what have I been? I've been watching Queer Eye with my wife.
0: How fun! The, the 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 um, the new one, right? Yeah. How fun yeah. is it? It's it's, it's a it's blast. a great show. It's yeah. a
1: great show. It makes me want to wear nicer clothes.
0: <laughs> That's incredible. And not me. I know. I know. I'm. I have no uh, delusions about my fashion potential or health potential or any of that shit i think it's just very entertaining to see people love what they're doing and helping other people i have yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not about to go out and style my hair you know what my I mean?
1: favorite my favorite is the uh the i think he's i think he's pakistani but grew up in yorkshire his his accent is fabulous
0: oh um oh what's his name uh, gonna, it's tan, tan it's or tan something. Yeah. dude his okay accent is great but his hair his hair is on another level it Off is like charts. it's insane <laughs> i'm like dude i literally this is this is this is the weirdest thing i'd ever say to another man can i please just touch your hair bro yeah like it yeah. looks so fat. like i'm just i would be honored to be in the same room with his hair <laughs> welcome everyone you have made the two broke um queer eye for the straight guy uh watch knobs i have no idea if i said that <laughs> two broke queer eye for the queer, oh, whatever we make the two book watch Knobs, the show where we sometimes talk about watches so here we're getting very distracted i do apologize i think michael and i both had <clears throat> super stressful weeks it was um it was really fun to do the live stream earlier this week right thank you to everyone that came on the live stream um i think we i mean probably during the whole course of the event we had probably close to 200 people like jumping on and off you know what i mean yep so
1: yeah and i think uh plays or views got to about 400 after it was hosted for the 24 hours.
0: Yeah, usually usually our story segments once they're hosted, they get anywhere from four to 600 depending on the situation. You know what I mean? Which is you, pretty good. You know
1: that stuff doesn't really disappear from Instagram. It just goes into their spank bank. Like, So you think, it's there's,
0: stored. You think there's someone over at Instagram HQ just touching their penis to my Mowgli haircut?
1: <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Who knows? God, this
0: is nefarious evil geniuses, right? Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like if zuckerberg was a bond villain you know what i mean just completely outrageous shit you know? yeah I'm telling Ugh. you
1: man. but where today's topic was kind of inspired by the uh you know the the coffee break live stream yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah
0: i mean shout out to everyone that was on the live stream out also i think to specifically a few folks um, um in particular i think it was eric strickland who basically uh, what did he ask? Um, like, why don't we have any love for 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 vintage watches? He asked. Some, he asked something like that, right, Eric? If you can hear me, you asked that, right?
1: Mostly, mostly my fault.
0: <clears throat> no, yeah. no, no. Well, no. It's it, it's. I'm I'm really happy he said that because I think Michael, you and I have always kind of considered the affordable vintage thing as like our our roots. That was like the crux yeah. of many of the first episodes we ever did of the affordable vintage series you know
1: i would say so yeah
0: but over time um and i do agree with kind of how how um how folks were framing it on the on the on the live stream i think over time we might have kind of gotten away from that it's been a while since we've talked yeah. about vintage watches so michael and i thought it'd be a lot of fun to really kind of dedicate today's episode to talking about the risks and the rewards of collecting vintage watches um, for two reasons to show you guys that we really do value the opinions and the uh the topics that you bring up you know what I mean because I think if it wasn't for you guys the show wouldn't be what it is now if we were, if Michael and I were doing the show in a vacuum we would just we would still be talking about about, about ta- uh, a tan's hair from queer and straight guy you know what I mean yes. like that's I think yeah. that's but uh but in reality though can we keep talking about his hair it's on another <laughs> level dude all right I'm,
1: I'm gonna think about it the whole time either way it's it's, it's time. oh my god
0: telling you, dude, uh, what was <laughs> I talking about? So now, now I'm just thinking about hair. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so that, that's the first reason to show you guys that we really do value how much input you have, because this is our thing. This is me, you, Michael, and every single one of you crazy psychopaths at home. We are all two broke wash knobs. We are all Spartacus. Um, the other thing, uh, <laughs> the other reason why it's, I think it's fun to talk about is because I think it's one of the, f- there are a few topics where this happens, but not a lot. It's one of the few topics where we have different opinions, right?
1: we do yeah i think so
0: that doesn't always happen so i think i think it would be fun to, so to do today's topic on the risks and the rewards of collecting vintage watches basically the way it works is we're going to go down the line and talk about different aspects of vintage watch collecting the pros and cons of those um but i think it's going to be really valuable also at the end you know to hear from you guys hear you know your pros and cons everything like that but before but if, before we get there we have to honor tradition we have we have no traditions on this show save one you want to do an audio wrist check
1: let's do it i'm always happy to do one of these you
0: go first yeah, i'm am I'm, 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 I'm talking way I'm too take much. mine off
1: um this week i've fallen into the black hole again uh, i have to be really careful every time i wear this watch because it can just start all over again okay um this is I'm wearing the Seiko SKX 175. Oh girl. And it's just you know, I'm I'm feeling those same feelings all over again. Uh where I just look down and I realize that I haven't changed my watch in like five days. Um and and this watch will really do it to you. The first um,
0: the first ever watch fast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was testing video also, I told you, uh, mm-hmm. for the for the YouTube channel, and this is the watch I was testing with. Can you hear like explosions outside?
0: I can hear something outside. I wasn't, too, I was going to ask if your dog was eating from the bowl again, but uh, I wasn't.
1: I wasn't... <laughs> People <laughs> seem to like that moment. That was, that was, that was a high. That was a high in the, uh...
0: well, cause I didn't want to draw attention, but I'm hearing, I'm hearing like the ghost of Christmas past, like rap tap tapping on your door. And I'm like, mm, I should say something, but then thankfully <laughs> you said something. I'm i God, thank God. Okay. Yeah. No,
1: but this is the watch I've been wearing. Um, you know, it just, it's the same story with, with the SKX 175. I, I put it on yep. and I just find myself like falling asleep with it just day after day. And I think I've been wearing this for maybe almost three days now. Oof. I mean, maybe not three days, two days.
0: What I love about that watch. And for people who aren't familiar, if you're just tuning into the show, or if you maybe don't know the first ever watch fast, Michael did the first ever watch fast with, with, it was with that watch, right?
1: with this watch, this very watch've um, I've had a lot of SKX models in my uh, in my day yeah. uh, but this one has stuck around for quite a while and I just uh you know I love it I do think um, so this is typical sort of archetypal Seiko diver mm-hmm. uh, 42 millimeters really compact lug to lug I think it's oh, I think it's around 46 47 maybe lug to lug. Um, and then with the fantastic stock jubilee Yep. but I have decided that I'm gonna get the um the z199 reproduction oh, cool uncle Seiko. I just need just need maybe another paycheck <laughs> don't 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 <laughs> we all <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for the next one and then i'll I'll start buying because you know i'm I'm getting stuff for for our upcoming trip and whatnot so maybe I'll get it when we come back and stuff yeah yeah. Um, but yeah so this is a fantastic watch man Uh the loom is nuts i'm surprised every single time i wear it um i have right actually right next to this watch on my desk i have another pepsi watch and this is um arguably one of the hottest pepsi watches of this year i have the tudor black bay gmt this is hashtag not mine um <laughs> hashtag no
0: business on this show get that get that watch out of your apartment right now <laughs> but you know looking
1: at looking at them you know next to each other it you know the skx just looks it looks just as good oh, as this yes. Tudor, which is i think 3800 or something um tutor <clears> was <throat> naive enough to send this to me uh <laughs> <review>. <laughs> suck it
0: nerds you're not getting that back.
1: <laughs> uh but um no, they will. They will. But uh yeah, this this SKX, it's it holds its own, man. It holds its own against uh really expensive watches. You know, next to another watch that I do own, like the Doxa it's basically the same thing. You know, yeah, it's different prices, but um I get the same satisfaction and uh like we explored on the SKX episode, I think there's this kind of organic nature to the design of the yeah. the SKX, and to see how it has evolved from the 62MAS and 6105, it's just it's really cool to look down at this watch that you can get on Amazon Prime anytime you want to, <laughs> like drunk internet shopping or something, <laughs> and, and and realize the connection to to these amazing dive watches from the 60s. Yeah, um, and this is accessible for so many people. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big part of the pleasure that I get when wearing this thing. So you I'm know, excited to to get a new bracelet for it, and you know, make it even cooler.
0: How much do those uh, Z199s go? Those reproductions, um, like I think we looked. They
1: I think they were around like between fifty and sixty or something. Okay, that's not I that keep, bad. I keep forgetting. That's not uh, that. It's, it's, I,
0: I, I thought it was like two hundred bucks for something.
1: Oh no 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 no.
0: Not at all. I thought I thought I, I thought it cost the same as a whole new SKX because I thought they had to melt down an SKX to make the watch. <laughs> to make the bracelet, I mean. No, yeah. I get the
1: I get the price wrong every single time, so I'm gonna look it up. it, it is sixty nine dollars.
0: That's not bad. I see it. That's not bad. Yeah, at all. 60,
1: the, fully brushed also. So
0: Oh really? Okay. That's bad. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's it's not, pretty pretty cool. Not like and the, I
1: think it fits the it fits the turtles also. So you can you can put it if you have the SRP triple seven or something. Do you still have you your can, turtle? I don't. Ah. I I don't have it because I'm looking for another one.
0: Interesting. Which one are you different looking for? One.
1: It's a weird reference that just came out out of nowhere. Because um, Seiko does this. Uh, they,
0: do, they, do, they do do that.
1: I think it's the SBDY. It has an SBDY prefix for some reason. Uh, It's the SBDY015. And it's... Just like the the one that I had, but this actually does have um, an English kanji date wheel. That's kind of cool. (laughs) So to so to get a watch that new with a kanji date wheel, to me that's a pretty big deal Um, because usually you have to hunt some pretty pretty old Seikos if you're if you're looking for that. So yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Um, There are some. Actually, I'm not going to tell you where they're listed because everyone's just going to buy them. But yeah, that's I I will have another one eventually. But that's the one I'm looking for now. That's so
0: cool, man. Do you know what I love <laughs> also by your about your SKX and the the first ever watch fast? Is it wasn't you didn't you weren't wear you didn't start wearing the watch with the intention of I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a watch fast. So, so yeah. also just to clarify, when we say watch fast, if you're just tuning into the show or maybe you've heard us say it but I haven't explained what it is. Basically, the watch fast is you wearing the same watch. Um, for thirty days or like an entire calendar month, you can either change the straps, which is totally fine, or you can just keep it on whatever strap you start with, and we we've yeah. kind of dubbed that the hardcore watch fast. <laughs> <clears throat> Inadvertently, Michael did his first watch fast as a hardcore watch fast. He's setting the bar really high for the rest of us because you kept the thing on that on the on the stock Jubilee, right? It's really
1: comfy. I mean, I'm, yeah, why I'm, not?
0: I'm sure it is. I I I don't think I've. Maybe I've seen one or tried it in person. I can't remember. Yeah. I I think I
1: might. I'm actually thinking about taking this one to Hong Kong just so it has a. That could be fun. A a couple new places under its belt. You know,
0: I say do it. I say do it. But you starting the watch fast. I don't know why. It always reminds me of you've seen seen Forrest Gump, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's been a while. Also, just to clarify, it is not a proper two book watch now. episode unless unless we bring up Tom, Tom Hanks for some reason. Of course. I feel like it comes up a lot in this show.
1: He does, you know, because he's the best actor ever,
0: ever undisputed. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and remember the scene of Forrest Gump where he's running across, running around the country, like one toast. he's just running. (laughs) He's not, he's not setting out to make a statement or to do this stuff or he's just running. He's like, I'm pretty tired now. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like trying to change the world. He was just doing a thing. That's how I view you doing the first ever watch fast. You were just doing a thing.
1: I mean, that's just, that's part of loving a great watch. I think I had this, I think I had the Speedmaster at the time also, you know, that thing was just in the box. That's (laughs) incredible. I was was wearing, (laughs) I was wearing this watch. I looked down I was like, man, I I haven't, I haven't changed my watch in a while. I guess I'll, I'll see how long I can stretch this for. And, um, you know, I, I think as far as dive watches go, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I do like, I do like the Seiko, these little SKXs. I like them more than the modern subs. Nice. Um, That's incredible. You know, I just think they're, I, I think they're more enjoyable watches. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm always going to have one of these. I'm always going to have one of these. And maybe one day when I want to set aside some, some more watch collecting budget, uh, I'll try to collect a ton of different versions. Kind of like what we talked about in the, in, in both the SKX episode and the, uh, the bright dials and dive watches episode,
0: the colorful, colorful divers, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's killer, yeah, dude.
1: These are, free, I, you still need one, my man. I still you need still, one. I, still gotta get one.
0: <laughs> I really want to get the um, oh, the 013, the 38 millimeter. I think that one is the one that oh, that um, one's great. Yeah, one that alex, alex, uh, yeah, Alex Vance like has. alex Fantastic. Yeah, I might get that one. I think it's on, I think it's on creation watches for like under 200 easy. Yeah. On yeah, like it's
1: a, it's a little pricey on Amazon, I think last time I saw it, so if you can if you can get it uh from creation that'd be cool
0: and I think that's on I think that's on rubber, so I don't know how the rubber strap how this thing they, stay they sell
1: it they sell it on a jubilee as well, oh, really yeah, interesting, yeah, it's probably super nice on the jubilee, it probably feels like yeah, that that I would get that on the Jubilee if I could. Okay, because you, know, cause you I'll can see put you I can, can put any any old rubber strap on these things. But let's let's see how much it's money. It's probably a nice a nice package on the on the Jubilee.
0: Let's see how much money I I spend or don't spend uh, when we're in Hong Kong. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of bracing for impact there. But um, is, it, too. Is, is it is it is it is it my turn for risk check?
1: It is your turn.
0: In in honor of the show and in spirit of what we are discussing today, and I'm 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 happy you play it this way because it's hilarious. I'm surprised you didn't wear a vintage watch. I warf. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I
1: I mean I have one vintage watch. I have the one that you gave me.
0: Well, well, wouldn't you technically count the CWC as vintage?
1: We'll talk about this. I've been thinking about these things, yes. but we'll get when we bring up the topic. Yes. So, what is what is yours?
0: I'm wearing my Omega Seamaster Thirty 1962 286 caliber. My poor little watch that I'm afraid to wind. <laughs>
1: just, just it's probably just chugging along. Just <laughs> it's
0: it's beautiful. It made an appearance in the live stream um, earlier this week. You wound it up and it coughed. <laughs> I wound it up and a little plume of smoke just came out of the crown. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh no. But yeah, um for people who aren't aware, the story behind this watch is I purchased this watch um a while back. I got it from a, a pretty reputable user on Reddit for like uh 325 bucks. I paid for this thing, which I'm happy with um because at the time okay. that's that's like when a lot of the, a lot of these were going for. And what I'm particularly fond of for this watch is um mm, two aspects. The okay. the applied indices, I love I love the appliances on this thing. And also how this particular dial has patinaed. It's um, chipped and it's flaked on the front. And I can assume it's doing the same on the back. Well, the result is that this movement is not very pleasant to wind. I know I'm hurting the watch when I wind the movement. It's like when you're, when you're kind of like turning someone's arm behind their back. You can get to a point where like, oh, okay, it's just uncomfortable. But you can get closer to a point where like, okay, if I put any more pressure, it's going to break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that's how it feels. I have no idea how many people have been in that situation. I, I'm, I'm pulling from a very niche frame of reference uh, over here. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know when you're mugging someone and they're crying for the mom. You know what I mean? Like that's like the that's the frame of reference that I'm I'm pulling from here. But <laughs> but I know it's, it's horrible. I've never mugged anyone. I, I'm I'm t- totally joking, guys. <clears throat> but I need to get this thing serviced. But the issue is, everyone that I've or everyone here locally in Orlando that I've talked to has basically said the watch we will service the watch but we have to replace the dial. So I brought this up on the show on the show a while back and so many of you guys you know, just chimed in with really really good options, you know, sp- saying specific people kind of like um asking me to like, you know, make certain terms clear to the people like, okay, you can service the watch, blah, 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 but give me the old dial. And then when I get home, just put the dial back on, you know what I mean? Like that, right. that was a, that yeah. was a fairly easy thing. I'm like, Oh, that makes total sense. And I'm totally comfortable doing that because I have to do, I have to do similar shit with some of the Russian watches. So like that like made sense to me. So I am in the process of pursuing one of these options. Not sure which one yet. I have a, I don't know. It depends. Whatever I do though I'm gonna catalog my experience but I love this little Omega I want to wear it more. I just don't want to um irreversibly damage it. you know what I mean
1: I have an idea why don't you just mail the watch to me
0: uh-huh and, and you can and, and you can throw it in Puget Sound
1: <laughs> and I'll and I'll give it to I'll give it to to Orion watch'es uh Nick for for him to fix it up. Maybe. interesting if i don't decide to keep it
0: <laughs> he, well i mean please, I never please give it back, it back. <laughs> please, please please don't keep my watch i like this watch <laughs> that's a really special watch to me um that, that's actually that's actually an option i was um so i could i could I, but I, I know nick is mad swamped right now you know what i mean
1: oh yeah, yeah i bet
0: um so he's he's an option. Um, I also contemplated uh, talking over with um, Terry at Toxic Nados because he does wash repairs also. He does, yeah, yeah. I know, and I've heard really, really good things about the work that he and his team do over there. So, um, Spencer Klein was also thrown as an option because he I think recently repaired or, or serviced one of these and he has some sort of method he uses to seal in the dial to preserve the patina but to stem the flow of deterioration. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but he's booked for a year though.
0: Yeah, so basically, I would, I would have the same luck sending you my watch so you can never give it back to me that I was sending it to him, right? <laughs>
1: that's that's the only thing with him. He's like, he's booked for like a year or something.
0: Uh, probably does great work, but... Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, if he's booked for that long, you know, so... Excuse me. But yeah, so I'm turning... I'm, but but it's funny because I think this is, and this is pertinent to the topic. I think this is one of those things that you have to kind of be ready for with vintage watches. This is one of mm-hmm. the... Risks, technically, you know what I mean, where you kind of find yourself in this nether zone. I have this watch. I purchased this watch. I love it. Now I'm not really sure what to do because in order to fix it, I may have to ruin the thing that I love. You know? Yeah. Starring Starring Liam Neeson coming to a film theater near you. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'm wearing. I'm wearing it for the show. I haven't wound it. It's just on my wrist. Just on my wrist. <laughs> Life, uh-huh. full, lifeless. Every now and then, the second hand will like flicker. When I can move and the and the balance wheel gets a little bit of <clears throat> momentum in it, you know what I mean. But still have it on this ostrich leather that it came with. Poor ostrich, you know. Mm. <laughs> Poor ostrich. Poor ostrich. <laughs> oh, dude, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. You know. You know, racehorses. Yes. Like you know, like they'll like they'll, they have like the jockeys on them and like people like like horse betting and like they like you know and like uh-huh. people charge like those horses are worth a lot of money and everything like that. Are those horses abused? or Are they taken care of? Because in my mind, I feel like they're probably taken care of because they're worth a lot of money. But on the inverse, humanity's terrible. It's probably
1: a little of column A, a little of column <laughs> B. Um, you know, it's probably not nice. Uh, a lot of the stuff that they have to go through, but uh, I'd say it's it's better than some like circus circus animals or something. That's that's the absolute worst. On,
0: on um, like on, on like a scale of like one to Jesus, how much of these horses get beat? Like like realistically.
1: I I don't know I don't know much about horse racing or anything so that's a that's a good, <laughs> how much are they beat well, they I don't know hit. they're constantly getting fucking hit when they're when they're riding them oh so that, my that's god you're fun. right you're t- they have you know?
0: the they have the little dominatrix whips and they're they're hitting them in the uh, that can't be pleasant that's fucked up
1: it's we just have to we just have to show our we, we're running out of ways to to demonstrate our dominance <laughs> over just everything else I mean you want to by the way you want to get some shark fin soup over uh, and <laughs> is shark fin know. soup a thing over there that's awful i don't know i would just spitball in here you know could be a good time <laughs> god my wife would leave me
0: <laughs> i would leave you man that's that's, that's that's insane i'm pretty sure i wouldn't i pretty sure I would, I would cry the entire time <laughs> we were getting shark fin soup because i've been i don't know i don't know if it's you rubbing off on me or me just becoming more cognizant of what i'm putting in my disgusting fucking body but i'm just eating less and less meat you know what i mean because we we can
1: we can chat about it you know it's uh yeah but those horses yeah they do get beat (laughs) that's part of the race
0: god we gotta find we gotta find a different way to like to, to bet money on stuff there's gotta be an easier way man you know what i mean
1: I am. I think we should finally create that little hologram game that they have in Star Wars in the Millennium Falcon with, the, oh, with the, what's it called? with the little dude beating down on the on the yeah, big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's th-
0: what it? I don't know what it was called. Just let the Wookiee win. Yeah. <laughs> Just let the Wookiee win. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's. Called. I would I should
1: been- know. I should know what it's called. I'm kind of embarrassed, but I don't. No,
0: know. I don't. I don't know what it's called. I, I mean, I was about to say it probably doesn't have a name, but that's impossible. Everything. No, no.
1: In Something that universe.
0: So yeah, someone's named that shit. You know what I mean? Star Wars Pachinko or whatever the hell it's called. I have no idea. <laughs> That's not what it's called. It's a, they're not not even remotely the same games. Um, Got very distracted, huh? Horse Beating, Jesus, Pachinko. I guess I was talking Omega. about the Seamaster. <laughs> the <laughs> Seamaster. Ostr- ostrich Leather Strap. Ostrich Leather Strap. Poor ostriches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Poor, but, um, poor ostrich. I like this watch a lot. It's fate will be decided soon, and I'm looking forward to cataloging, sharing the experience of what I decide to do um, with this watch, uh, uh, with with you guys. You know what I mean? Um, you think
1: you'll do, maybe do YouTube or something?
0: I want, I want to try and figure out some, whoever I work with, I want to work with someone who I have a good relationship with, who they're comfortable with me doing that. Um, asking them, even if it's really not the best, like, best quality. Like, I'm not asking for, like, you know, christopher nolan shit just like videotape you doing something to the watch that way i can at least have some kind of b-roll for you to like splice in with me like narrating like or something like i want Uh, to create a fun experience with it
1: yeah i mean terry's uh he's he's been he's been killing it on youtube i mean you can go to his house and he'll be in his boxers and fixing (laughs) your watch and stuff
0: you will be in his boxers. i'll be in his boxers his wife will be in the other room it's perfect
1: (laughs) wait you'll be in his boxers
0: i'll be i'll be
1: <laughs> you'll just you'll just be wearing one of his t-shirts and nothing else, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Terry. I don't want to alarm you. I forgot every single one of the pieces of clothing. Can I borrow some of yours? <laughs> I just oh, packed my God. suitcase full of bricks and three watches. May I borrow? Oh. May I? B- <laughs> I brought my fucking brick collection. Um, I actually got a. I have a gift brick. Uh, some friends gifted me a brick for my birthday. Because they were heading over to hang out with me, and they completely forgot why they were heading over to hang out with me. And it was for my birthday, and on the way there, they just grabbed something off the side of the road, and it was a brick, and they wrote very nice birthday messages on it. And I still have it now. It's called Birthday Brick, and when I can't find a hammer, that's what I use. That's sweet. It is actually really, really... You you, you met one of them, Evan, my best man.
1: That's sweet. That's that's nice of him.
0: <laughs> it's, it's actually very you know I'll do will do a shot this week you know I'll try and do a shot with the Omega Seamaster on the birthday brick. Okay, how cool would that be? That that'd be nice. Two broken things just photographed together. <laughs> you know, Oh, man. But here, um, before we talk more about vintage watches, I do want to take care of one really big piece of news, Michael. Oh
1: yeah, it's a, it is a big deal.
0: It is yeah. a big deal. Uh, I'm pregnant. Congratulations! Thank you. You know, a lot of people. I got a lot of hate when I first. No, uh, that's not the announcement. I've been pregnant for a while. Um, the the announcement is that we, we have finally reached six thousand followers on Instagram. Hooray! Hooray! We did it! No more human sacrifice. <laughs> I take that back. More human sacrifice, and that means for people who have listened for a while, or whether you're just tuning in now, every time our dumb asses reach a thousand followers on Instagram, we're giving away a watch. No matter what it takes, we're giving away a watch. We actually revealed what we're giving away in the live stream. So if you saw the live stream this past week, you already know what we're giving away. But in case you didn't, it's totally cool if you didn't. Um, no, it's not cool. It's okay, you Michael. Did, you
1: need to go look at the live streams next time we do. Well, it.
0: not everyone is on Instagram.
1: <laughs>
0: although, although it is, it's actually pretty incredible. A lot of people like will message me, and they'll be like, "Oh, hey, I started an Instagram because of you guys."
1: That's. Thank you for. Um that's becoming incredible. part of part of the Facebook machine and surrendering <clears throat> all of your personal data to Skynet. And in order for you to
0: us. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the show. That's just really cool. That just that just that that to me that means a lot. And then there's the, nothing the that I could say which would convey how how incredible that feels to just have people be like, Oh, I like these guys so much. I'm gonna do an Instagram and just see what's going on over there. That's mad cool. But um but if you didn't if you weren't on the live stream for this six thousand follower giveaway, we are we are we are giving away to you guys, with the help. Um, uh, this is a very thoughtful donation from user and listener uh, Tridium Balls tritium Bowels on great um, name it, and it's really good, isn't it? On Instagram, go and check out his channel. We are giving away a an Orient Mako two, Orient or USA Orient Mako two. That's that like that's the whole name, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That so that's I think that was the first big change. They did for the Mako, so they yep. updated the movement. It's actually in-house, right? And it in, doesn't have the pusher anymore.
0: In-house movement, uh, hacks, manual lines, pretty sure. I have to double check. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but might be sapphire crystal. Let me look at the case back on here. But this thing, I'm looking, I have it right now in my hands, is pretty freaking cool, man. I'm super into it. Okay, it might not be sapphire, but that is A-OK. Incredible. I didn't realize how perfect this thing was sized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so because you have one of these, but you have the um, the generation before this. Um, this yeah. is the blue dial has a red second hand. Um, has a really incredible mix of just like some brushed and polished surfaces. Brushed are mainly on like some parts of the case. The polished surfaces are really prominent on the um, applied markers. It's really really cool. I'm very much into this watch. It's one of those things where you don't realize how many. Small details were paid attention to until you had this thing in your hands. And so when Tridium Balls was kind of doing this to the show and it got here and I saw this thing, my response was, damn, whoever gets this watch in the giveaway is going to fucking love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a good watch.
0: <clears throat> so I think, Michael, we should let nepotism reign and I'm going to make sure Becky enters, my, my, make sure my wife enters. <clears throat> so she wins and the watch can stay here. Is that fair or is that not fair?
1: totally fair. Tell tell afraid.
0: tell Nero it's fair, you know what I'm saying? i <laughs> not put the watch back in the case. I was just playing with it here. Um but the plan is I'm going to review this watch and then, you know, it's going to it's going to get um uh, you know, given away for our 6000 follower giveaway. You're probably wondering at home how to enter to win. Well, again, this suggestion was given to us from um from you guys on the excuse me, as I burp, on the live stream to enter to win this watch. It's simple. It might be the simplest thing we've ever asked people to do. Cuz you don't even, you don't even have to type anything, right? It's
1: a couple clicks. I maybe. mean, well you have to type one thing. You have to type the URL.
0: Oh, that's okay. That's 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 very true. And maybe true. search. That's very true. That's very yeah. true. It's still pretty easy, damn it. All right. All you have to do to, <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do to enter to win is go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We get a notification that someone entered. We take that email, we put it into a folder and all entries go into that folder to be Uh, randomly selected and the winner will get the watch the reason we're asking you guys to go to youtube and subscribe is because what we're trying to do is we want to start doing our live streams on youtube because youtube will keep it um forever not like instagram instagram keeps it forever but only in the back so they can masturbate to it YouTube no. will keep, that's so awful. YouTube, <laughs> and we wonder why they keep closing, they kept closing our channel when we first started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel, I feel they get, but yeah, when we first started the Two Broke Watch Instagram channel, we kept getting like shadow banned, the shit kept getting shut down. It was insane, but luckily all those problems are behind us. Yeah, um, the reason, us. hopefully, right, fingers crossed. Uh, let's just see what happens when Instagram registers us signing in from Hong Kong. God. I, can only, I can only imagine i can only imagine we're gonna get the whole thing shut down if that happens uh we really look forward to you guys subscribing to our new instagram channel to <laughs> two broker watch snobs you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but um the reason we're we're uh making the entry for this uh 6, follower uh, uh giveaway youtube subscriptions is because um we want to start doing the live streams on YouTube because if we do them on YouTube, they'll live there forever. So if we yeah. say something like, oh, if hope, we hope you guys caught this week's live stream. After 24 hours on Instagram, it goes away. On YouTube, it's there forever. You know what I mean? But we yeah. can't live stream on YouTube until until we reach a certain amount of subs- subscriptions. I think it's someone told me it's like a thousand subscriptions. It's a lot. It does seem like a lot. I know we can get there. It does seem like a lot. Um, it's at a hundred, we can then have like a vanity URL. So it can be youtube.com slash two broke Like, like, like our, like, like our Amazon URL right now, it's just youtube.com slash bunch of gibberish. But, um, and the other, the other benefit is also is that we are going to start putting video up there slowly i mean a lot of video content or hopefully um, some some good video content will be coming um, from our time in hong kong there's already one video up there right now and it's kind of just a random video i took uh um i took some footage of the uh orient neo 70s wv 71 se radio controlled um fasted crystal i took some video of that thing just because i was trying to take a photograph of the crystal for the review and it's fucking impossible so video was my next best option. So I just took like a really weird video in like the swamps by my house. <laughs> it's literally
1: Florida swamps. Good old
0: swamps, dude. Yeah, you know, one day, one day it's Dagobah, One or de- Dagobah, one day it's Kashuk. You know, it depends. Depends how humid it is that day. You know. <laughs> but went out there, took some videos, and um, I had that video on our YouTube channel for a while, unlisted, but still visible on the review. I toggled that video public very recently. That way you can just go to YouTube, go to YouTube, type in two book wash knobs, and then you should see our icon, our logo, if you scroll down like a tiny bit. Um, that's all you have to do to enter to win the two book wash knobs, 6,000 follower giveaway. Just go and subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll be under a chance to win this 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 really killer uh, Mako 2, it's the blue one. So blue dial, blue bezel, uh, red secondhand. This thing is really cool. I'm looking forward to spending some time and and reviewing this thing. You know, nice. Oh man, you hear that? I do. Look at that. The bezel
1: on my Mako, by the way, is
0: toast. You told me it's it's a little janky.
1: Oh no no, no it's frozen. It completely it doesn't oh my God. turn at <laughs> all. Yeah, I don't know what happened. That's that's a topic for another show. But is it's it full of? Pe- it, it,
0: it, did you get peanut butter in there? I bet you got peanut butter in there.
1: I, I probably did. Yeah. I'm pretty furious when I eat my peanut butter.
0: (laughs) That shit, that shit goes everywhere, dude. (laughs) We're picking the dog. We're picking out of the curtains for weeks afterwards. Voracious. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) But yeah, so easy as that. Um, We never talked about the dates of when the contest will be open for. So technically, you'll be hearing this. You'll be hearing this. uh, uh, Contest will open August 27th, which is a Monday. So, uh, from August twenty seventh to about you know let's just do this live on air. August twenty seventh to let's say let's say September tenth. <laughs> when we when we actually the wait no that 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 uh, that will work. We're in Hong Kong. No. September seventeenth. Yes, th- that's three weeks. That's a long time. Is that okay?
1: Well, that's a good. it's a good amount of time.
0: Actually, yeah, that's fair. So, from August twenty seventh to September seventeenth, three weeks to enter. All you have to do is go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's as easy as falling downstairs while holding cereal. All right, anyone can do it. Okay, <laughs> which is not something I know from personal experience. Trust me. <clears throat> but um, am I forgetting anything with the contest? It's got the it's got the uh, original box in there. It looks like. will all the links. You
1: know, we'll we'll throw up a post. We'll the we'll we'll put everything in writing for the show
0: graphic for this week's show. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So it'll be it'll be there. It won't just be my dumb ass bumbling through with the best I can. Like there'll be, be it'll be a it'll be a proper write up on there. But um you wanna talk about vintage watches?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh
0: well so, yeah. So tell me yeah, why do, do you why do you hate vintage watches and why do you hate vintage watch owners?
1: It's <laughs> I feel, like, I feel yeah. like this feels like a presidential presidential debate now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, Michael does not hate vintage watch owners. You've you, you you've, you've had some incredible vintage pieces in your collection. <laughs> but you have, you talked about this trepidation that you have towards vintage collecting.
1: I just think, I just think for a while now, I'm at a stage where I cannot dedicate the extra effort that it takes to um, comfortably get into the vintage watch game. I think there's there's a different type of research that you have to do. There's Right. Um you have to put in you have to put in the work when you when you want to get something vintage. I mean, of course, if we're talking about your garden variety uh Casio calculator or something. I'm sure there are tons of them out there and you can buy them relatively low risk and you'll probably have a nice cool vintage watch. Um but you know, one of my favorite brands Seiko, recently I think vintage Seiko has been getting super super hot. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. and and people are just People are just scamming, man. People are uh people are fucking up watches um coming out of the Philippines and stuff. Um Australia is supposed to be pretty good, but even some weird examples come out of there. Uh I I just right. I need the time, you know. I I think um I'm going through some transitional phases right now in my life. Maybe I'll uh once all that is done, I'll I'll sit down and and find myself a good watch because I have been very recently fascinated by the um, Seiko uh, 7548 quartz movement um, and the the watch that you can get with that movement. So um, vintage inter- quartz is, is pretty cool. That's probably where I would start again.
0: It's interesting because, so, I mean, we want to talk about like the pros and cons, the way you talked about it, the fact that you have to put in extra effort, you have to do research, you have to be an educated yeah. consumer. I could see th- I could understand those being cons but they're almost always they're all, all, almost pros as well it is yeah you have to put in a ton of
1: time but of course <clears throat> by the time you're done it's probably an immensely rewarding experience you right know, I, I, yeah. it was the same thing it was the same thing when I bought the um you know the Smiths that I had that that took a lot of time it took a lot of time to find a good example um out of a country that I could actually buy it from you know.
0: Um, did you get yours from canada canada like, yeah. yeah that's right i remember i yeah. remember we were talking about that <clears throat>
1: yeah very few of those are in the states uh for sale um most of them are coming out of the uk they're really really pricey these days um like i said i'm i'm happy i was able to turn it for a profit but uh it's it's bittersweet now <laughs> yeah no i i, I it hear is cool you.
0: What about what about like a straight pro? Like what do you think would be cuz I have I have an idea of what a pro would be for like vintage watch collecting. Should I just should, 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 should I just stay mine or do you, or do you have one in mind?
1: I think I think probably a great pro is making that connection to times that were probably better. So we 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 connect we connect to a time when uh, you know brands for example were they were working to to save themselves, so a lot of times, wow. you know, when 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 some Swiss brands were like clawing at the walls, trying to survive the quartz crisis, for <clears> example, <throat> or some kind of crisis, right? Um, that's really when they do their their best. That's kind of that's kind of like the story of the Royal Oak, you know, Tissot, um, and
0: the Great Cookie Crisis in 1985. <laughs>
1: that sounds like a fun kids' book. <laughs> <laughs> uh the yeah, uh, so they the were on narrative the, on the verge they were on the verge of bankruptcy and uh, yep. and the royal oak happened um so you, you you make you make these connections with the past that i think obviously are are difficult to make when you're when you're buying you watch so to me that's that's a that's a great pro and i look at the 7548 quartz movement for example at the time that it was being produced it's not just a quartz movement i mean <laughs> There's there's stuff in that movement where you can really tell that Seiko was really interested in making the absolute best quartz movement possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of what I'm researching now. I'm still learning a lot about it, and that's that's another great pro. Just the the way you can nurture your your watch knowledge overall. Um, you got to put the time into it, but at the end, you're more knowledgeable on the subject, and uh, you have a greater appreciation for the watch in general, and even the brand.
0: Yeah. I know I mean totally the, 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 I think that was, that was that was one of my pros as well it's the <clears throat> it's the idea that collecting vintage watches allows you to take part in this narrative that's already existed for so long you know what I mean the narrative of possibly you know whatever the brand was going through or whatever the particular model was going through but also whatever the owner history has been like we were talking to um mem- uh, m- remember when Dan was on um, the uh, military uh, vintage watches? Yep. yeah yeah. he was talking i can't i'm so sorry i forgot what it was but he was talking about this one vid i think it was his first his first cwc he said right he bought i think so he bought from someone who also wore it for like a bunch of years and like he like he detailed like the history that he had had with the watch and like that's not something you get when you go to a store and just buy when you go to the timex boutique over in target and you just like buy the watch I think it was
1: for I think it was for his first tour he uh, that person he he wore it he wore it on his on his tour and then uh he bought it and then he wore that to his first tour so that's
0: you're totally right that's 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 so that would not have been possible that experience that story would not have been possible with the brand new watch that you just bought I mean Mm -hmm. it still would have been cool but that's 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 heavy man you know
1: yeah even even uh especially in in an environment that uh you know, most guys are just wearing blacked-out G-Shocks, G-shocks. g Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. But the um, so the 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 story from both the the user and the brands that's a pro. Um, the knowledge you gain that is a pro. A con, the knowledge you have to gain sometimes it's not as easy as just looking at a watch and saying, "Oh, that's cool. I want to buy that watch." Mm, no, no. You should do some yeah. research, otherwise you're gonna buy something made of cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm looking at you, Moser. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Great so, brand,
1: great, great brand. Very I interesting.
0: I don't know. I don't know too much about them. Um, we were discussing. They have some history pre uh, Russian Revolution. Um, yeah, in yeah. Petersburg, I think. Um, I didn't realize they, I didn't realize it was the same Moser because I knew about Moser <laughs> yeah. in Petersburg, but didn't realize it was the same Moser that's around now. So I'm, that was just a funny moment when we were, we're talking offline about that. What do you think? Um, I, 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 know, I know another pro, I th- and I think, I mean, I mean, a con. And I think this is one that a lot of vintage watch people don't realize is an issue until it happens to them. Because it's happening to me right now. You buy a vintage watch, but the cost to service it is more than you paid for the watch. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, talking about? That's
1: that's never happened to me. I can. I've never I've never purchased a super complicated vintage watch. Um the most complicated watch that I've purchased that is already pretty old. Um it's 2002. I think it's a 2002 the Speedmaster. Mm-hmm. Um certainly not vintage or anything, but um it's the most complicated watch I've ever had to service. I mean, just a chronograph. I mean, I can't imagine um buying something like a universal geneve um buy compacts you know and getting that thing serviced uh, sometimes they have like a triple calendar in there with a moon phase um and it's just totally bananas right uh, and it's probably going to if not if not the cost of the watch maybe maybe a little bit more well this um, is the
0: thing if you buy an affordable vintage watch with a complicated movement it's you're going to be cutting so i'm talking specifically about my poljot 3133
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: It's gonna cost are you, me. More.
1: Are you finding yourself in that position then?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had people okay. like, um, I've asked people to like, you know, talk to me about how much it would cost to repair it and everything like that. And it's gonna, it's gonna most likely cost me more than I paid for the watch. I paid around, I got a good price on this watch. At, uh, maybe between three and four hundred bucks, something like that. Maybe, okay. maybe a little, little, little around or over four hundred. It's, it's a really great price. Yeah, it's going to cost me that much probably to service the thing, in my opinion, just based off the fact that it's a. Vintage chronograph, you know, fucking, you know, be I mean, there.
1: can't you can't you just factor that into the overall cost of the watch then, and just pretend that that's part of what you paid for it? I mean, you're that's gonna have actually—that's
0: actually an interesting point. I could just tell people I paid eight hundred bucks for this, thirty-one thirty-three. Well, something they're like gonna that. get there.
1: They're gonna get there with 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 the the rate at which these things are frankened and how difficult it is to find a nice example. getting harder. It's getting a lot harder. I think really good examples eventually will get around the $800 range. And, you know, when that day comes, you can sleep sound knowing that you have a a well-running watch. And, I mean, whatever. It costs what it costs to to get that running and and to wear it on wrist and and be happy with it.
0: That's a good point. That's definitely a good point. Because, yeah, prices are going up. And it's just – I remember – I remember when we were still working together and we could still be in the same room with each other. And we were looking at, I think we were looking at like the, the back in the day, even we were looking at those Seconda three zero one sevens. You remember that? Yeah. They were all over the place and they were like $300, $400. Not anymore, dude.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I actually haven't looked in a while. Let's, let's take a look.
0: I think I looked the other day. I think there's some, but they're way too expensive. They're like like 900 bucks or something.
1: Ooh. My my, (laughs) (laughs) this thing is six fifty.
0: Huh? How's it look?
1: Uh, I don't know the first thing about how these things look. That's why I got to talk to you. We'll talk later.
0: (laughs) We'll talk later. My people will talk to your people. It'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 even though with that situation with the Paul Jet Thirty One Thirty Three, I could still see that being an issue for just. I mean vintage watch collecting the cost the cost of what it is to service a vintage watch because there's also there's also a level of uncertainty with any or with most vintage watch purchases especially if you're doing it on like eBay or something like that like I don't, I don't think this really counts if you work with like like a watch broker or if you're buying a vintage watch from someone who you like know and trust because they got it from someone they, you know what I'm saying but like if you're buying it from eBay there's always an element of uncertainty like
1: Speaking of, speaking of which, I'm always fascinated by the bullshit you can put for your location. This thing says, item location, the European part of Russia.
0: Is that really that, what it says? That
1: says, item location, the European part of Russia, comma, comma Russian Federation.
0: Well, I mean, he's he's. That's
1: not something you pick from a drop down.
0: No, he totally typed that in. But it's a weird. There's a there's a weird designation between like the European part of Russia that yeah. has been like you know that people it's just live a in weird way. Weird way to write it. Maybe you know? he thinks that will like make it seem make him seem more trustworthy. Oh, dude, I'm from the I'm from the East Coast of Florida. I'm not from the West Coast of Florida. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Man. Like, I'm just
1: gonna put Earth. Can you just type in Earth? Do Earth. Welcome to Earth. You know? <laughs> Uh,
2: telling you man
0: what is what is uh, so we did we did uh, pro we did two pros I think we did two cons what another pro I have I have one but I'm curious if you have
1: one pro you're getting something that is authentically from the brand that that same brand is probably trying to reproduce today bastardized because it's such a (laughs) yeah yeah because it's such a you know it all st- I think it started with the Longines uh, Legend Diver, you know, and then the Black Bay followed. Yeah, and I think uh, I actually think that diver put Longines back on the map um, for good. But um, anyway, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be able to get something that's authentically from the brand that they're probably trying to capitalize on today with some sort of modern reissue, and that's you know at times it may seem <clears throat> overly pretentious to say that. You only want the original, but you know, if you if you want it, that's what you want, and that's totally fine. I actually think it's pretty cool. Um I, I think it's awesome that somebody has say a reproduction uh docs of black lung and the original yeah. as well or something, you know, as crazy as that. But um yeah, I think that's that's another pro and, and once again you're uh making not only a connection with uh history. You know the previous owner or whatever but also a connection with the brand if it's a brand that's really special to you
0: that's a good point you know what mm-hmm. i mean that's definitely a good point i think another pro for me is um there's an element of discovering something that no one else has really kind of seen the value in and it's almost a more authentic way of like watch collecting it, it, like because there's i feel like with a lot of new watches there's there's the hype there's the watch right up. There's the photographs. There's the champagne. And like, there's like this hype. Yeah. Like this hype. You know, this this LeBron James hype train. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I heard someone say it the other day. So I don't watch. I, I don't watch sports or anything like that. So if I offended someone, dude, I have no idea. I literally no, I'm, I'm I'm like a toddler with a gun. I don't know what I I'm doing. I didn't even know he
1: was with the Lakers or like going to the Lakers or something. What are the Lakers? This a uh, basketball team.
0: Isn't that here? Wasn't he here in Miami? He was in Miami. Okay. He went he, back
1: to his hometown. Where's he from?
0: Uh,
1: uh I don't know. <laughs> and that was a big deal. And then and now he's going to to the Lakers.
0: Man, I wonder what kind of watch he wears. Uh
1: I think it's an A P. He's a he's like an AP. I think if you actually open the A P site, there's <laughs> it's, it's there's him. uh Yeah, yeah, there's like a video that auto plays and it's him.
0: That's heavy, man. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Wish I was an AP ambassador. I really. Don't. I would be. I would. I would be a really. Uh. Uh. uh Mister m- m- AP, if you're listening, I'd be a really bad ambas- ambassador. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there, but um, with 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 um, with the new watches, there's that like herd mentality almost of like liking a watch, and you don't really know if you. Because I've had this happen. I've had everyone. Say how cool the watch is. I see the watch. I'm not super into it. I'm kind of afraid of having my actual feelings. That sounds really, really weird. With the vintage watch, you can discover something that no one else is really talking about and just an incredible, just almost untapped touchstone for just a specific product line or brand. The piece that comes to mind is... um, uh, uh, listener Chronoplad chronoplaid I always mispronounce his name you actually wrote a really really cool piece for the website on the I don't know if you remember this and it hasn't gotten too much traction it gets really good organic search but like I don't think many people have talked about it which is probably a good thing um, but he he did a write up on uh, Hamilton chronomatic 2 9 something or other I can't remember um, okay do you, do you remember this uh, 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 do you have it in front of you i don't if you type can. in if you type in hamilton chronomatic 2 you'll probably see it <clears throat> excuse my keyboard i love your keyboard sound
1: oh i see it yeah, it's, yeah it yeah. sounds like
0: it sounds like you're eating chips with your fingers
1: <laughs> this you know i was looking at this watch today yeah and i was thinking i was like what is that watch
0: it's a Hamilton um, Chronomatic 2, apparently. Yeah, now, I, now I remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, this thing is very cool.
0: It's very cool. It's it's an untapped niche within like the whole Hamilton vintage chronographs. I think it's 7733, right? Control man, why
1: you, F Why are your photos so good? Jeez, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he know he, he did a really good job. Dude, dude, you did a really good job. Uh I really enjoyed the ride, really enjoyed the photos. If you control F 77 what pops up? Is it 7733 or something completely different? Seventy
1: seven fifty.
0: Ooh, there you go. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, 77.5.0. Yeah, that's zero. what that
1: is. The mm-hmm. Honda Civic of chronograph movements.
0: <laughs> but that thing is so killer. So, like, he tells this story. Or like, well, he he basically does a write-up on this watch and talks about how it's sort of, like, this un, unnoticed sort of segment within, like, the chronomatic, like, vintage pieces and how it just, like discovered it and it was a great opportunity for him to save a lot of money to have something cool like that that is only possible with vintage watches you can only make that clear of a choice devoid of hype and discovering something that there's not all this noise around you know what i mean like that's happened right. with me plenty yeah. of times with with the russian uh with the russian watches you know so hmm. i thought i thought that was pretty we'll, we'll throw a link to um chronoplads uh uh I do apologize if I'm fucking your name up, dude. Chrono Chronoplaid? Chrono What do what, what 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 do they say in the review? You say Chrono Plaid, Chrono rock and roll, Chrono yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> I really should have learned people's names at some point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Um, but we'll put a. We'll, I'll, I'll 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 make sure. Uh, to, Mike, to let you know, to put a. I'll just share the link with you. Throw it in the show notes so because Mike nice. puts those together. And uh, yeah, go and check it out. It's really it's really really cool. And I think it reinforces this interesting pro. Of vintage watches, you know what I mean? Right on. Yeah, thing is killer, dude. Well, I know a con. What do you got?
1: People are shitheads, and they'll scam you, and they'll fake watches, and franken them, and tell you that they're okay and they're not. The deception. The deception is a
0: con. Yes, one hundred percent. I think that's one. Vintage, vintage.
1: It's not just. It's not just watches. Obviously now. This is actually we discussed this in episode one, and I (laughs) yes, and I am constantly bothered by the notion that you have to get or it's kind of it's not really spoken but it's implied that you have to get into vintage at some point to Um, say that you're a real collector. Yeah. Okay. So then you have that gatekeeping. Yeah. There's that looming pressure. uh, Okay. And then and then as a result you have a ton of new watch people trying to get into vintage, and they're making a ton of mistakes along the way. You could argue that um, you have to make these mistakes to grow uh, in whatever you're doing, but shit, man, sometimes you just want to buy a nice watch and not have to fucking worry about anything. Not to Um, worry about
0: what other people think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so um, I think the combination of that sort of pressure to feel that you need something vintage to be cool uh, on Instagram or something, and then also (laughs) Uh, That combined with the um, horde of people that are happy to (laughs) part you from your money uh, and like send you a fake watch or or totally shitty watch. Um, So I think that's a huge, huge con. And I think, you know, personally for me, when the watches that I've bought recently, I've been buying them used. And I have, I can count the people on one hand that I buy from. Um, Interesting. And I think I eventually have to make a network of the same kind of trusted people, yeah, um, that perhaps maybe specialize in something a little more vintage. Um, you have you have like the big sites now for vintage. You have analog Shift and all of their subsidiaries and um, stuff like that. but the they can be a little bit more expensive than, than most places, but I guess you pay for the peace of mind, I suppose.
0: Sometimes I've heard, I've heard, I mean, not, not about them specifically, but I've heard about other, like, e-commerce-specific vintage places yeah. that, like, you know... Uh, hold on, my cat's having some kind of panic attack. Oh, meow. Yeah, what's up? Are you okay?
1: Are you she fine? says, don't buy vintage.
0: Don't buy vintage. I bought vintage, and look at me. I used to be a dog.
1: <laughs> but this is everything, though. This is, like, this, you know, even um, even when I was collecting guitars you know if i oh, bought yeah. if i bought the if i bought the 52 telly at guitar center in butterscotch fantastic guitar by the way right um you know and i'll post it online or something it's like oh you're a tool man you got to get the one from actual 1952 which is like a forty thousand dollar guitar like, what are you thinking man like fucking guitar noob so whether it's That's uh you, you, have, you actually even have people hunting down uh like vintage NOS Jordans. Like like Jordan ones right now. With wow. the whole sneaker craze. You know how hard that fucking is to find? I imagine it's pretty when the, hard. When the Jordans came out, like what kid got them and didn't wear them?
0: Just kept them. Just kept them. what what kid bought action comics number one and just put it immediately in a Mylar bag and kept it in the back exactly. of the closet? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Same
1: same case yeah you'd you'd get that with bubble gum right or some shit like that you'd buy bubble gum with your comic book basically Um, yeah
0: and then when you were done reading it you lined your birdcage with it because uh well the thing is a couple wars happened after that comic book came out so it's pretty incredible for a few pieces of paper to survive that long you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: (laughs) so there's there's this pressure there's there's this pressure i think that people feel to get into vintage and maybe because of that they dive into it a little bit too fast, and they get scammed by the wrong people. And if
0: they fall, um, fall prey to the deception. Yeah,
1: and it, it might not, it might not necessarily be a, a total scam. I mean, you you could just buy. I mean, you could buy something that the seller didn't know was completely original, or, or you or can something, buy something
0: you know? that the seller admits is fake. Remember that? Remember that big zero listing we saw? Oh yeah. There was a there. I, I I think we talked about it before, but there was a listing on on Etsy for this big zero, and it was the fakest big zero ever. And in the description, the guy goes, like, "Dial I made this. Dial made by me. Like that was a bullet point with like forty millimeters. Blah blah blah. Moving. Dial made by me. And I'm like, dude, that's not a good thing. That's fucked up." You know what I'm saying? Dude, it
1: looked like he drew that dial with a Sharpie from the cardboard, like on a the cardboard from a cereal box. I don't he know. He
0: had he had he had 37 cups of coffee. All right. And he was and he was on a sinking ship in the middle of an earthquake. And he started just drawing uh, the dial <laughs> for those big zeros. That's the level of quality we're dealing with here. All right.
1: Uh, but I think that's a I think that's a con. And and that goes back yeah. to the extra effort, the due diligence that you need to practice when you're you have really to research. getting it to into vintage and i just like i said i'm not at a point in my life right now i i just have so much noise from so many different directions where if i sit down to buy a watch i just don't want to deal with that right now
0: i'll, <laughs> um, I'll buy you a nice vintage watch
1: oh okay thank you yeah that'll, you. that'll that'll uh that's that's like a service that some people do they just buy buy stuff for people you can be my personal shopper
0: I'll be your I'll be your personal vintage Ricketta shopper. How does that sound? <laughs>
1: excellent, excellent. I'm going
0: to shower you in fucking just authentic very cheap raquettas. <laughs> I hope you like I hope you like fake perpetual calendars because you're going to get a lot of them.
1: Yeah, and I, you know this makes me wonder this makes me wonder about the the pre-blog time uh, for watches, you know, before people would actually document and catalog and write about these experiences and
0: Yeah. Um well, pre pre blog, didn't you have to rely on whoever was selling the watch? Usually, like a like a brick and mortar vintage watch shop, or or like an auction house or something for like provenance. Yeah, from-
1: but if you if you go maybe like early eighties enough, um, you know, there were just vintage watches everywhere, and you can wow. you can buy them with without much trouble. Um, people weren't really aware of the fact that folks were hunting vintage watches. People, somebody yeah. would just get into watches and like them and, and buy them. Nobody, nobody figured out that it was a hot deal. And, you know, in order to cash in, you could buy a ton of, uh, I don't know, oyster perpetuals and fake them and wow. you know, cash in. So it was, it was a different time. And, um, although the community was not super connected, there were probably some great watches to find for not that much.
0: Gold, yeah. the golden age. What was the old thing like before? I guess you, you, you know, you know this more than I do. This is like a vintage, quote unquote, vintage Rolex thing. Couldn't you like use Wouldn't you, couldn't you buy like stainless steel stubs for mad cheap back in the day? You can
1: get Daytona's for around 500 bucks at, at some time.
0: What year? What year was this last year?
1: Um, last year, <laughs> I actually think early 90s. What you could probably score some for under a grand, definitely.
0: Oh man, I was like. How old was I in the early nineties? I must have been under ten years old. What was I thinking, dude? Man. I should have I should have put money into buying stainless steel Rolexes.
1: Early nineties, also, I think you probably you were probably in the uh, the El Primero phase for the the Daytona. The Daytona's back at that time period had the El Primero movement, so uh, those are super valuable now.
0: <laughs> if only I had known, I could have saved up all my all my lunch money for seventeen years. To buy a or no, not that long. How much? How much is four dollars divided by a thousand? Uh, you're
1: you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah,
0: I know. I'm asking the wrong guys. <laughs> Two chickens asking each other how a calculator works. Let me uh, <laughs> let me see here. That, by the way, is not a a, a normal. Idiom. I've never said two chickens ask each other how we're working calculator. That's just the first thing I thought of. It's
1: a fun image to, to think about. <laughs> just just pecking I just, away. I just I just <laughs> up two
0: chickens just pecking at the calculator, just like, dude, I have to, I can't do hard sums in my head. We have to fucking use the calculator somehow. Two hundred and fifty. So two hundred and fifty lunches. So if I just if I just saved my lunch money for less than a year and didn't eat, I could have done it. Yeah, you know,
1: get yourself a nice figure, you know. <laughs>
0: I want, I want something in a starving, in, in a starved prisoner look. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of exercise regiment would be good for that? Oh, the water and bread diet, sir. But yeah, no, I um, I I I do think that uh, the deception is a big factor, and um, I think it, 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 this actually brings up an interesting point. I think the there is a weird con in vintage watches where there's also this sense of you feel like. And this is also for modern watches, but I feel like for vintage watches it's especially kind of weird. That you are... You're buying something that will be worth more down the road. Which is not always... <sighs> like, like, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like... I feel like... um, I feel like this happens sometimes. Or like, um, you're so desperate to find a deal on a vintage watch that you'll kind of overlook really big red flags. Like, I, I get... I get a lot of emails about like um you know like like ussr watches and people are like oh i I saw this watch it's only five dollars i saw other ones worth 40 bucks like it has to be saving me money like like is it real and it's like no there's a bird nesting in it like didn't you (laughs) didn't you see the bird nesting in it dude you know what i mean (laughs) but like i feel like within vintage that is is definitely there because um i feel like that's just a thing of collecting you know happens with comic books happens with all kinds of like stuff like that i feel like you know
1: I mean, I've been fortunate in the sense that the two, I guess, the two vintage watches I have purchased have gone up in value.
0: Because um, you're smarter than the average bear, man. All right. Well,
1: you're no, not- no, no, no. That's that, but that's here's the thing. That that's just. I mean, to me, that was just icing on the cake. I'd never, I've never purchased anything because I thought that it was gonna be worth more at some point. Yeah. It's just look hunting the smith's w10 and the cwc royal navy diver is hard enough without worrying about that <laughs> well it's just, so i'm just lucky that i that i was able to have those two
2: you
0: know i don't think like that also and i have you to think because i think when we first started talking about watches that was one of the first things that like because like because like i i this, this is gonna sound very weird you're gonna feel very uncomfortable saying this but you definitely mentored me into like the watch like thing like i would not have I would not be doing what I'm doing right now without you. One of the and really... now I, I
1: ruined your life. No, 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 no. no.
0: <laughs> we ruined each other's lives. Let's get it. Let's. I clung on to you as the Titanic went down, as you clung on to me. Okay, this is the reality. <laughs>
1: Who's wearing the dress?
0: <laughs> we're we're sharing. It's a big enough dress. we're Sharing the dress. It's a big enough dress, dude. You know, you're on one Ugh. side. You you have one cup to yourself. I have one cup to myself. It's <laughs> <clears throat> but one of the first things that you explained to me, and that I, you know, pretty pretty quickly latched onto, is you should never get into watches as an investment. Like never get into watches to, to try and make money. It's just not possible. You
1: totally can. You totally can. By the way, and it's. I always tell people the same thing. I told my brother-in-law because he's, he's a finance guy. He's in investment banking. And, of course, he's looking for his first nice watch. And one, his I think his first question was, you know, what can I get that will be worth more later on down the line? Because that's just the way his brain works. It's buy a Rolex. Of, you know, I told him, you buy Rolex or Patek? Those are yeah. the two brands that's it
0: the only um, way that works is if you already have money if you're already bringing money to the into the equation <laughs> that's the only yeah. way to make money from watches if you already yeah. have some money you know? and it's
1: it's almost arguable I think because some people will say vintage Rolex, and I'll say well not necessarily right now because that that might that might be as high as it's gonna get right now yeah. um I've actually seen the, the, some like exotic dial Daytonas go down recently but that's another episode. Um, but yeah, I don't, that's that, see, that's another thing that plagues the vintage, uh, watch collecting ideology. You have a ton of people that, um, you know, do that to make some sort of weird investment. Yeah. And it's, 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 I think it's hilarious because you're buying these obsolete pieces of technology, um, <laughs> because you're, you think it's going to be worth more one day.
0: Well, it's collecting. Um, collecting is illogical.
1: Yeah, I mean, a Commodore 64, is, <laughs> those things are worth crazy money these days. Wow. Um, and it's an obsolete piece of technology. So it's that connection, that, that this recent obsession that our generation has with connecting to the past and times that were better. And then you have that sort of deep emotional investment that people are making, um, the, uh, the monetary investment a lot of times. And uh, just the time investment that you're making to learn about everything. So, yeah, um, these are once again we can argue what's a pro and what's a con, but uh, the bottom line is there's much more effort involved in buying vintage than oh yeah uh, firing up Amazon and buying an SKX, you know, which I love to do.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, man, that sounds pretty good right about now, actually. So <laughs> you
1: see, you see why it gets it gets really clouded by a lot of different variables. Uh, but I guess nothing comes easy. You know, they, I, I love I love wearing my CWC and I I paid I paid less than a thousand dollars for it, um, way less than a thousand dollars for it. And uh, I'm seeing them for 17, 18 um, right now.
0: And if I if I sold my big zero, how much do you think, do you think I could get for it? I paid about 35 or 40 dollars for it.
1: I'll fly over there to stop you from doing it,
0: <laughs> Michael. I really need the twenty dollars right now, dude. I know, okay. right? <laughs> really, that's the funny thing about Russian watches. Even if the price does go up, I mean, how much? How much? How much is it really? I mean, percentage wise, yeah. Oh wow, they went up two hundred dollars in value. Okay, now it's worth ten dollars. Awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the only exception is probably the Poljot thirty-one thirty-three. But I spent about a year, a year and some change hunting that watch down, I'm not selling it.
1: Yeah. Not how about the it. uh how about the Slava? Do you think that has potential or to, to, to go up, you think?
0: That's difficult to say because it's not
1: I feel like there are maybe four people on Planet Earth <laughs> that appreciate that watch the way that you do. And it's not those, popular. <laughs> of those four people, they probably listen to this podcast Um, (laughs) possibly or they don't like that watch because because of you i don't know
0: i don't know it's not the problem is it's not a popular watch there aren't a lot of them but there's not this sort of like like mystic collector narrative built around the watch but like you said people who do learn about the watch and who learn about the history like those people are super super into it I paid.
1: Uh, I mean, you might have a physician somewhere that's into watches, but he's or she is only into collecting pulse meters. i could totally be, see that. Be,
0: I would totally. That would be. I think that would. I would. You have no idea. Uh, so I. I. I'm, I. I had to go to the doctor recently. That was a very terrifying experience. I don't. I'm not. I'm weird about doctors. Doctors' offices. Um. Uh. I don't like being faced with my own mortality. I think that's. I think that's really what it is. That's why I don't like hospitals or anything like that. Uh huh. But I would be. I would have the perfect doctor if I went into a doctor's office. You know, some doctor's offices, they'll have like sculptures or they'll have like a fish tank. If I just go into a doctor's office and it's like a a shadow box collection of like vintage pulse meters, vintage mechanical pulse meters, oh, I'm in heaven. Even, even You
1: can get down with the anal probe.
0: I will, dude. Even if it was a, if that was a proctologist office, I was an appointment every week. I'm like, dude, yeah, you now doc, it, it, it happened, it happened again. Can I? You have any time on Saturday? On Saturday morning, I really, it's really important. I had to see your, co- I have to see you. I have to see you, your
1: wife. Your wife is crying. She comes home. You're not there. He's, he's at it again. He's, he's at the at office. It. <laughs> oh gosh
0: Destroy my marriage because I visited the proctologist too much. It's like, listen, they get, baby, it's the guy's got a good collection of watches. You know? This is <laughs> bigger oh, than geez. us. It's a weird disparity with the with pulse meters. I talked about this in the live stream a little bit. With pulse meters, you can either get them for fairly affordable, so anywhere from like two fifty and down. There are some um, pretty affordable, like vintage and modern ones, or they're fucking way too way too expensive. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like that. Crazy that expensive. Longines pulse meter. Um, the mono pusher. I think it's like 3,500. Although someone. It might have been KP Jimmy. It might have been you, dude. And I do apologize if I'm swapping letters in your name. You said that. that Zelo's watches makes a pulse meter. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, I remember it now. Uh, after it was shown to us. It's 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 like a dive watch. I think it has an internal bezel. I uh, it, No, it has this a rotating bezel for diving, but I think inside you have a scale for, uh, why? That's cool. The, the, the pulse, (laughs) that scale is, um, it's just a little more vintagey, you know, it's like seeing, uh,
0: it's just on the dive watch. Right or is there like some sort of aspect of diving where you would have to know your pulse? It's odd on
1: any watch. There's absolutely no need. Um You can just count the thirty <laughs> seconds regularly.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I should check that out because I think those Zelo's pieces—they're—they're they're usually under a thousand, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe under a thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at uh, a pulse meter now, and this this is vintage and probably. See, this is this is a brand that that was on brands we know nothing about, um, and it was all, almost a selfish topic for me because I was curious about getting feedback from the audience. But it's a it's a universal Genève. Oh yeah. Um, it's the it's a it's a two-register chronograph, but they they call it the. Uh, the medico compacts or the yep. medico compacts
0: i've seen them before
1: very cool oh looking. gosh so gorgeous you have these you have this ivory cream dial with sword hands and a red pulsation scale going around they're probably stupid expensive um uh, but uh
0: i don't know well i mean de- it's definitely more expensive than my slava medical you know what i mean i mean who knows who knows yeah. uh one day maybe
1: Maybe that that thing will pop up on one of the big blogs and everybody will want it. <laughs> you will be, the, it'll the, be the, your lucky day. Well,
0: that's there, there. That's that's too bad because there aren't there literally aren't enough to go around. <laughs> you know, but um.
1: Well, that makes them even more attractive. So I suppose bully I suppose. for you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that was that watch. That was that's a grill piece for me. Seems it, it sounds really odd to say it, but that. Um, just speaking of vintage watches, that Slava Medical was definitely. Um, a grail piece for me that's uh was the
1: torture here's here's the thing was the torture worth it in the end
0: the i torture.
1: like my i like my cwc but sometimes i wonder if i just spent way too much time hunting it
0: oh no i mean it was totally <laughs> worth it for me it was for me every day of being either upset or annoyed or just, just 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 like dead inside of looking for their watch seeing fake ones seeing ones that were too expensive blah 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 i feel like it was all worth it because the thing is, if I didn't keep that up, if I didn't get disappointed 4,000 different times, I wouldn't have gotten, I wouldn't have made it this one time. You know How I mean?
1: fantastic does it feel to not even look for them anymore?
0: I haven't done it in a long time, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, great, that's
1: the, that's the best part. That's <laughs> the, the best pro for me, you know, when you're hunting any kind of watch, vintage or otherwise, <laughs> when you buy it, you, that's it. You have so much time on your hands.
0: Yep. You've sunk, the, you, you've sunk in the arrow in the chest of your quarry. The hunt is over. Yeah. No more no more going over to eBay and typing in freaking uh, <laughs> Slava Medical or going over to the eBay, Italian eBay. ebay.
1: Italy. Yeah, not even, it, not even .com. The, uh,
0: the Italian eBay, for some weird reason, there are well, – I mean, not weird reason. I talked about it on the show. I'm not going to get into it now because we're coming close to the end of the show. But um, there is uh, a really kind of uh, almost untapped market for um, vintage Soviet pieces out of the Italian eBay. Because a lot of them went there, you know what I mean. Um, there's a really fun Fred Nicholas was asking me questions about it. I've seen it a couple times online, but not too much since then. There's a really fun um California dial slava that's pink. Uh, it's, it's the, real, the, it's real. The oh. dial is black, but the markers are pink, so it's um all pink markers, but half are Arabic, half are um uh Roman numeral, and um, they only there's something about the color pink, I think with Italy, because there was some sort of, some sort of relationship between uh USSR and Italy where like, they sent these watches over there. The Slava medical was one of them. And there was a pink Slava. Also this California dial I'm talking about. I've seen it. I've only seen it a couple times and I haven't, I haven't seen it a <laughs> lot, but I remember Fred Nicholas was asking me about it. And I'm like, dude, I could totally see Fred Nicholas rocking the shit out of this pink California interesting. dial. You know what I mean? But, um, um but yeah that's that's definitely if you're if you're looking for an interesting area to maybe find some stuff you wouldn't have found before, head over to the Italian eBay if you're looking for uh Soviet um vintage Soviet watches. Some pretty uh, pretty interesting stuff over there. A lot of it's fairly clean. Uh you just have to know how to either use Google Translate or just know Italian. <laughs> I don't know Italian, but I know how to Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You know, but um, trying to think. I think mm, I'm interested in hearing your guys' pros and cons because I can fucking guarantee we did not cover everything. We also got distracted a lot. Um, I think it's I think it's very the past few episodes for my claw have been very cathartic because I think we're a little I think we're a little slammed right now with uh day jobs and um just keeping up with the growth of the website and the show. You know what I mean? So it's just fun to. It's just fun to talk, Michael. It's just fun to fucking talk, dude. Right? It is. It is. I am so pumped to hang out in Hong Kong.
1: We should do. We should do. Uh, just a live stream dinner. We'll eat soup with our fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You brought that up, and to, to me, it just sounds so attractive.
0: Well, the thing is, because the idea of eating soup with your fingers, I can't imagine someone being more dedicated to such a futile effort. You know. What I mean, I mean? unless
1: there are, are there noodles, are there noodles in this soup?
0: No, I'm picturing, I'm just picturing like broth. Oh, okay. I mean, you could eat the noodles with your fingers, but you'd be missing out on the broth, which is half the fucking fun of the soup. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We'll figure it out.
0: (laughs) That's my thing. But I'm, 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 I mean, we keep talking about Hong Kong. If you don't know by now, Michael and I are going to Hong Kong. We are going to cover our experiences traveling there. Our experiences just kind of interacting with, um, just watches there we're going to go to a lot of different stores we're we each have uh in mind to hunt down and buy a watch while we're there the other reason we're going there is also to kind of shed light and cover the um, hong kong Watch and clock fair it's mainly supposed to be like a b2b thing but there is in my opinion more value in covering excuse me in covering uh the hong kong watch and clock fair than there would be covering basel i don't i it's just like this feeling that i have it feels more authentic if it would feel more useful to people who want to be educated consumers to be in touch with sort of the events down there you know what i'm saying
1: i mean it's just uh i think it's i think it's just different um you know
0: it's different mentalities for sure in terms of Basel's kind of like
1: a buzzkill sometimes because you see all these awesome watches yeah and then the show's over and then you call your ad and ask like hey when are you gonna get the new palagos or something it's like oh yeah we'll have it in october <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? You just made this. They just made this whole stink about this new watch. What, like October? What, hey dude. So, yeah, it's it's you just know?
0: different. Well, I'm excited to just travel to Hong Kong, get a lot of footage. I, I was I was I was gonna talk to you about this, dude. So I've been doing a lot of research just on like YouTube. I've been watching YouTube videos. I've been trying to understand sort of the. The, the current sort of precedent for what a YouTube video is supposed to be. It's weird because my wife watches a lot of YouTube, but she watches like makeup tutorials and things like that. But, the, but the, the the some of the aspects of it are still important to see just with like how they're filming, like what they're doing and everything like that. Yeah. All yeah. these YouTubers that I see, they're so like... Polished and like clean, and they they enunciate properly, and they, they 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 articulate with their eyebrows, and they are speaking at a good like talking volume. I don't know if I want to do that. This, that feels really weird to me. You know, what i for saying? watches,
1: for watches, I'm seeing things uh, kind of move towards uh, uh, a vlogging sort of vibe. Okay, you know, you're seeing maybe you're seeing a person's face more than a watch. Yeah. times um it's weird so, so that can be strange you, you have to strike that that kind of balance um and then you have some people that are still a hundred percent just on top of it uh I think a, like I said a great channel is um watchfinder.co.uk yep. oh, yeah. um and I've actually been really loving a YouTube channel called Minute Watch mm-hmm. um and that guy's just hilarious. Um he sneaks in some dick jokes every once in a while in a watch oh, review. And- man <laughs> after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a pretty cool YouTube channel. If you haven't checked it out, it's called Minute Watch. Um, we'll, we'll put a link. But he's he does kind of, uh, he took a cool trip to Japan recently and put like a 30-minute video together. Um, and it was sort of a combination of vlogging and, uh, like, watches and stuff so well there's that's that's what i'm seeing people are polished and super serious about how they put these things together
0: but the thing is there's a differentiation that i'm kind of seeing and you're 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 articulating it much better than than i've been trying to like 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 stumble through but there's people who are youtubers so it's just a camera like on their face and it's a lot of jump cuts and they're talking very loud and they're like talking with their hands I don't necessarily want to focus on that what I want to focus on is this segmentation I think that we're kind of both gravitating towards and it's the idea of people just making really incredible video not even like thinking of oh, it as yeah, YouTube yeah. videos just really incredible like videos you know like yeah. like I remember in the early days of um of of like YouTube like I would watch YouTube more and it was just these just these like wonderful almost like short stories or, like these almost like little this like this like video vignettes they're like it's just really like wonderful but like I, I i i want to do good video content i don't want to be like a youtuber does that make sense or am i overthinking
1: it <laughs> no no it makes it makes perfect sense you yeah. just
0: want you just want a nice video that's i fun. just want to do good things for people who like us that's all dude <laughs> you know Ugh
1: totally understand.
0: No one wants to look at my dumb Mowgli looking ass talking about my Seiko Sumo for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? With like hey. jump cuts and me like I don't know making wacky noises. Woo! Hey guys, guys hey, here from
1: Doodle Snaps, you know. Have you ever been Mowgli for Halloween? I think you should. That like requires just, me
0: uh, that requires me not wearing a shirt and I'm fairly I'm fairly certain that I would get uh, uh I would get I would get asked to leave the earth.
1: He's just wearing a little red loincloth.
0: He's just I wearing, think. yeah. He's just wearing a loincloth that you use to polish a car, like a shamwow. He's just he's just walking around like a shamwow with his bits. Uh, that's and, a that's
1: a good, that's a good look for you.
0: <laughs> I'm looking for something in like a diabetic homeless Mowgli. What uh, <laughs> <clears throat> what can you do for me there? Oh well, we have this uh, this range of ragged shamwows. Hmm. You just sold me. Uh, you just sold me a loincloth, man. <laughs> it's like that episode, the final episode of uh, IT Crowd. I think you just told some brothers some slacks. <laughs> yes. I love that. That was so incredible.
1: Uh, That's fantastic. <laughs>
0: you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for YouTube. I, I, I'm sorry I'm talking about YouTube a lot, but it's just on my mind. Um, and I just want to make sure that whatever we do on there, it's just, you know, it makes sense and it's authentic to us, but it's also still just fun to watch. Yeah. yeah I just fine. I just don't want to, Yeah. Sorry, she just she just watches a lot of like makeup tutorials it's just it's it's really interesting she doesn't even wear that much makeup because she can't she can't wear a lot of makeup for work so it's just it's just interesting you know
1: yeah those those makeup people are pretty out of hand sometimes. you know what I'm talking
0: about does, like 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 what like do, do, does your wife watch a lot of YouTube videos uh not really
1: not nice. really she um I don't think so
0: my wife is so excited for Hong Kong that she's been watching YouTube videos on packing.
1: How to pack that's, that's that's a whole thing yeah how to ab- fold ab-
0: right how to fold clothing and she's like she's like oh babe when you're ready just put your clothing to the side and i can pack it in this special way so it gets in there. i'm like i'm just gonna burn it and pack the ashes that's the most efficient <laughs> way to transport anything to actually change its molecular structure to something more trans- transportable you know what i mean uh
1: it's that's gonna all. be fun that's how i'm gonna pack <laughs> it's gonna be fun
0: Okay, let me think. Uh, it's getting towards that sad sad time. Um let me try and do a recap here. Really fun episode. Um definitely a lot more casual I think than some folks are used to with some of the other episodes we've done, but we like doing episodes like this every now and then just cuz it's just it's just good. It's just good to just talk, guys. Let's just talk it out. Let's also hug it out. If you're in Hong Kong, come come look for us. Come hug it out, okay? <laughs> Actually, don't. If hug you're in us. Hong Kong, yeah, if you're in Hong Kong, don't don't hug us unless someone's recording, then we can put it on the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I Feel like I'm
1: getting kidnapped or something,
0: right? Telling <laughs> you, man. Hello, I've watched YouTube. Just gives us a hug. <laughs> why, why are you talking like that? You remember that guy Oz I told you about that was trying to sell me like that Braemont? Yes. What if he's yeah. there? <laughs> he it's, might be. He's good voice. It. Just needs a home. Oh, okay. <laughs> if if it needs a good home, you know, talks why? like
1: Tom Tom Hanks in the uh, what is it? terminal stuck at the yeah <laughs> he talks like that he basically talks like that
0: <laughs> great movie by the way really yeah. really incredible i mean they they're all great movies uh here let me uh, let me try and let me try and stumble through this uh <laughs> through this recap but um really fun episode definitely more conversational incredibly excited to hear your guys' thoughts and opinions on pros and cons of vintage watches because i know a lot of you um collect vintage watches but really interesting like segments like segments of vintage watches that you like you don't want other people to know about because there's just so much incredible just story and value and, and things like that so uh, i'm really excited to hear from all of you people who like refuse to touch vintage all aspects want to hear all pros and cons i think it'll be a really really fun discussion to get going mm-hmm. for today's wrist check really happy to see that michael is uh maybe doing another watch fast uh,
2: three, 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 <laughs> three, uh,
0: three, three days in three days in there three days in big guy how, how many days I
1: think I'm going to change it right now. For just re- can, so, oh, just damn so it. I don't scare myself. Just, just,
0: just, just, make, just make me look like an asshole. You're going to change your watch now on air. <laughs> damn it. That's okay. If it makes you feel any better, I changed my watch in the middle of the show. I, I put on the Gavox Roads again.
1: It's a nice watch.
0: I'm really into this watch. Uh, the review is going to be done soon, and um, I think people are going to like it. Cool. The review The review is just me crying into my palms for 15 minutes, and the caption is, I love this watch. That's. Gonna
1: <laughs> <be>. <laughs> That's going to rank really well
0: i'm sure i'm sure someone someone out there somewhere will be able to touch themselves to me just crying like that you know what i mean <laughs> crying crying diabetic ugly mowgli has to be someone's fetish somewhere it has to be right i'm asking you a serious question right
1: i mean anything's possible
0: <laughs> anything is possible if you just believe thanks tank <laughs> rose there um what was i talking about yes the wrist check Really happy to see you're wearing the SKX. It's been a long week. You're wearing the SKX 175 again. Um, oh, big news. I finally got a watch roll.
1: Oh, congratulations!
0: I bought it off Etsy. I bought it um, uh, courtesy of recommendation from listener Ben Setter. I think that might be your name. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, dude. You know who you are. Um, should be coming in soon. I'll post photos of it. I might do a write up on it. You guys see, it's pretty cool. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about bringing a watch to Hong Kong, and I remembered the watch roll, but here, I'm sorry, I'm talking way too much. Uh, da-da-da-da. I was wearing my Omega Seamaster. I was wearing my Omega Seamaster Thirty 1962 uh, for the wrist check. Um, vintage watch. It's in this weird nether zone right now in regard to getting it fixed. But I'm going to pull the trigger on one of these methods soon. I'll let you guys know. had a really, really good main topic. Excited to hear from you guys on that. But the big news, I think the big news that we're all going to be writing our parents about tonight... Is that the two broke watch knobs made six thousand followers on Instagram? They said it couldn't be done. Every day actually I, I take that to a lie. Everyone told us it could be done, and everyone's been incredibly supportive. So thank you to each and every one of you. And as a thank you to each and every one of you, we are giving away a goddamn watch. A goddamn watch that I really want to keep, goddamn it! Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> one of these days we're gonna have to do we we're, we're, we're gonna do giveaways and we're gonna have no watches or have to give away one of our personal watches.
1: It's happened before. Well, what really what did you give away i gave away that marathon that was mine oh that's incredible <laughs> yeah. thought, that
0: was a cool watch man i remember that um who got that uh someone ck fournier yes i believe he got it right
1: yes yes i think did. so
0: if if it wasn't you dude i'm sorry um it's hard to keep it all straight but uh i talking about. Oh my god, 6,000 followers! Everyone, we did it, and in true two brook watch snobs fashion, we're giving away a watch. We're giving away this watch, um, only possible because of incredible uh, uh generosity from user tritium balls. Go and check them out. Great fucking name, giving away this orient uh mako 2 blue dial thing is really really killer. I'm looking forward to doing the review for it. Um, uh, entries are open from August 27th to September 17th. All you have to do to enter is go and subscribe to her YouTube page. Easy as that.
1: That's it. That's One it. One click.
0: One click. And, and some type. Right? Yeah. Oh, is someone breaking and in? And I'm getting robbed. Oh, good, good, good. Ask them to not take your watches.
1: <laughs> Don't take the watches.
0: <laughs> take my wife not hurt the watches. Don't tell her mm-hmm. I said that i won't i don't i don't mean that I, 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 i'm being incredibly <laughs> facetious and i feel horrible for saying it on air uh, but we have a, we have a steadfast rule of never editing this fucking show so it's gonna stay in god damn it all right <laughs> um yeah really excited to see everyone to have everyone enter if you have any questions about it or anything like that let me know i will be doing photographs of this watch before the review so everyone can see it and just kind of look at the condition looks pretty good to me i mean you know it's definitely i mean i feel like it's been worn but really clean has all the links has everything you know really excited uh, well it doesn't have the papers like the and i mean the manuals that no one reads but whatever i'll i'll, I'll, I'll buy another watch and put the manuals in there oh I, no i won't um let me think is there anything else or I, are, we, are we is that is that sad? i don't want to go michael is that sad time i think we're good i think that's it how do you put up with me talking this much
1: <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy it you can't it's impossible <laughs> i enjoy it i
0: enjoy it all right you want to do you want to stay my friend i feel like i'm forgetting something man i think, I think we're, we're
1: okay. i think we're okay yeah
0: okay you want to do the, you want to start the sign off sure
1: Go for um it. as always thanks for listening everyone
0: my name is mike and this is kaz you have been listening to two broke watch stops later